Welcome, Rudy. How you doing, Amanda? How's the sound? Is it okay? Welcome, everybody, to Crowdsourcing the Revolution. Joshua, welcome. Rudy, thank you for being here. Derek, just in time. Joshua, can I promote you to being a speaker? Derek, if you want me to promote you to being a speaker, Joshua, go ahead and call in, and then we'll do it that way. Derek, welcome. Thanks. When when I saw that you said two forty five, I I was thinking you probably meant Pacific time. So I yeah. thought I'd check anyway. So I'm 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 glad I was wrong. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I was wait, about to wait, take a nap. Wait. I so. have it. I have it on recording now. So. <laughs> oh, so I got to be careful. All right. Cool. I better. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Is my sound okay? Uh, it was up until you asked. Okay. Now it sounds Joshua. good. Again. Welcome, Joshua. You're oh, hello. I'm not a speaker. Oh, I'm, there you are. You. Okay. No, I wasn't muted. I was being a mute. Um, thank you for inviting <laughs> me. Like last, the last call got you know, contentious regarding what I brought up. And I was like, I just, I wanted everybody to know, like, I like the discussion, even if I'm challenged on whatever the frick I said. Like, I I need oh. that. Everybody needs that. So, 
Yes. That's all yes. I wanted to say. Oh, well, I think then that's great. Are you going to stick around and, and join the conversation here? Yeah, I have nothing else to do right now. So I will go on <laughs> mute and listen until we get going. All right. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. So Thank you. All right. I'm just going to kind of go through where we are at the moment with crowdsourcing the revolution, which is, um, oh, which is that um, we've been talking about a couple of different things, including the League of Independent Voters, including figuring out a way to raise the profile of the interests of the people so we can put pressure on elected officials. Also, we were talking about mutual aid and a separate project there. There's a lot of different things. And one of the things I just want to start out by saying is that this is a very complex social structure. And uh, we're losing you, Amanda. We are. Isn't going to approach to it. The people in the highest level brain work are the people who are figuring out how do we. Can you hear me better now? Oh, you no, know what? I know what it is. I think I know what the problem is. You're underwater. I think that has something to do with it. I am. I'm not under. I'm, I am absolutely not. So let me try this. I appreciate you not letting me go through very much of that. Can you hear me better now? Perfect. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. I appreciate you keeping me still audible. If I go out of range again, let me know, because I have to go over here where my computer is. I might have to move it. But How about I just say, what the fuck? Perfect. All right, cool. That works. <laughs> so, so the idea is there's like a bunch of different things that are that ha a bunch of different solutions and approaches that have to happen. We also be have to be aware that there's a lot of different techniques that are going to have to happen. So, having an organized way to look at what are all of these different aspects of things that need to get done and how they we can cross relate them. Basically, the thing is we don't need to organize. We need to build networks so that we have some scaffolding because there's nothing yet to do once we organize people. We don't know what we would do with them once they're organized, right? We've got to, we've got to build networks of people to get out information, I think, is kind of where I'm landing. But I do want to hear what everybody has to say because the other thing is I really want to thank Rudy for calling in last week from Amy Klobuchar's office during the protest. And wouldn't it be fantastic if we could somehow build a, a, a loose network of people who would go to protests like that and hold their phone up to the speaker and, and talk to people who are there? Because I think that I've gotten an amazing amount of feedback, and I don't know about Rudy, but I've been promoting it because and Rudy because I think it was a valuable thing to be hearing there's good things going on. And so I keep coming back to we need to have 
a way to be letting people know all these good things. And then I want to build, you know, a media empire so people get the information, right? So then I'm building up the same structures. But since I've already looped back, I want to open up the conversation and hear what you guys have been thinking about. And I want to put on the table that I do have the results from this past week's primaries, if you're interested in discussing that. And those are in the link. And the last topic is the one we talked about last week, which is the Equal Rights Amendment not being currently part of the Constitution, but potentially maybe a campaign we could win pretty easily. So I put all those things on the floor. And we've got a caller, too. But go ahead, Derek. I, I was just going to say Thomas had interesting perspectives to offer on the ERA slash uh, Roe v. Wade topic um, the other day. It w- would have been great if you were there, Amanda. I kept uh, hoping you'd pop up. Um, Sorry, I wanted I to I wanted to ask. Yeah, no, I, I had to work last night, too, so I get it. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, who came up with the, uh, independent, what, what is it? Independent voters league or the league of independent. Yeah. Sorry. I think that was Joshua. Oh, good work, Joshua. I like that idea. Uh, I don't know if it already exists out there, but it's brand new to me. If you thought of it, that's some innovative thinking right there. It's one of those things where that should be obvious to everyone, right? Yeah, I mean, right, for sure. You know, I just, brilliant. you know, those stupid, pithy little tea tags on tea bags. I just got one that said, All truths are easy to understand once discovered. The point is to discover them, right? You got to figure out that it's not there. I'm going to, I'm going to invite Cole to join the conversation. Kale, Cole, I'm not, I don't have my glasses. Cole. Thank you. Thank you. I got a great idea. It does quit voting with a DNR next to the name and do our own research to candidate and build our networks in our communities and, um, and build people up to run for office. So, like, um, like another party or independence? Like a freedom party, like a freedom caucus. Ah, okay. Would it be freedom? Can you expand what you mean by freedom caucus? Um, basically, fighting for a constitutional right and stuff that was based on the constitution, but everybody forgets to fight for our freedoms. So, having freedom in our name gun like, grab a hold of, like, what is freedom? 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to argue that. I think it's a good point. I also know that, that everybody who goes to Congress swears an oath to uphold the Constitution against uh, for enemies, foreign and domestic. So I think that having it, so, so, that, so you're more talking about, you're not saying that the other parties don't necessarily do that. You're just saying that that would be the forward part of it is, is the freedom part of it. Yes, like if if we talk unity, people will vote for us no matter what because we are talking to the American people. We are the American voice. So we gotta make ourselves more American based because more freedom-driven, I take it as a big old board of chess pieces and each of us got a job to do. That's definitely, each person has a job to do on the chess board. Is that my understanding you right? Yes. Okay, cool. So, well, I love I love the idea of uh, separate debates for independent and third party candidates. Absolutely no involvement with either Democrat or Republicans, and uh, maybe maybe calling those debates uh, freedom caucuses would be a good idea. Yes, because we are trying to unite everyone under one voice. That's all. I am. Tired of Democratic and Republican because what did that do? Narrow it down to two choices, A and B. So really, we're not having like a our primates are not primates anymore. Right. Well, so so. So I can only speak for the state of California, but the primaries being run by the government is actually kind of a more recent 20th century thing that happened because the parties would run their own separate primaries to decide who would run in November. But then the parties decided it would be easier if they let the state run it. So the state now runs and absorbs the cost of those primaries that are Democrat or Republican or whichever party it happens to be, which should be private enterprises. The primaries are are kind of crazy. Now, primaries are changing, like the state of Washington's primary was an open primary, meaning no matter what party you were, you were on the ballot, and no matter what kind of voter you were, you got a ballot with everybody on it, no matter what their party was. So the the primaries are changing kind of as a consequence of the fact that they've become a state responsibility instead of the responsibility of the respective parties. Is that boring? Are you awake still, Cole? Yes. <laughs> I'm not trying to beg you off. No, no, no. I I just know that sometimes I can drone on about things that are not that interesting, and I I appreciate your your perspective on this. Um, I would push back on the freedom only that I would say, I I 
I think it's important that w- there's something that keeps us together besides just we all like freedom. Because if there's nothing that draws us together as a community, it's hard to right. it's hard to define what freedom freedom from something or freedom to something. Freedom I was thinking to unify because take our constitution for example, make a perfect more perfect union. The freedom of make a more perfect union so we can, you know, fight under a person that has the leadership capabilities and good organizers around him or her. So we can unite under one person that they use the party system to divide us. Yeah, I, I like of using freedom, that word specifically, and implying strongly that, you know, freedom from, I would say, in this context, especially with uh, the like debates that I'm talking about or any kind of alliance with third party and uh, independent candidates, you know, for a common cause, but freedom from the Democratic and Republicans. But but it also would kind of act as a very, very simple, unifying kind of uh, not mantra, but something to rally behind, you know. I like that idea of um, having debate between the um, independent parties, because I think we have to feed sort of um, our own structures. Like, um, I think it's sort of one of the problems we have is that the quote-unquote leftist politicians, when we help them get elected, they then ditch quote-unquote left media. So then that doesn't feed, you know, the the thing that created it. So I think if which I'm not... I'm sh- uh, uh, it might be a good idea to still participate, and it probably is to still participate in the bigger shows, you know. But until we're somehow able to like force our ways, our way through uh, into these rooms, let's um, just like do what we can within our means, and that means right now, just like we have plenty of technology, you know that has democratized these things that has made it easier for people to um, tune in. So um, I like Derek's idea of like, you know, having, and it's, I know it, it already, there is already s- something to that. Maybe we just like blow it up a bit more. Yes, I understand that. Um, but we got to think like, we come from all different cultures and stuff. So, our different cultures got to merge together at one, one single point to rally around, and we got to find that single point. But it's kind of hard if we close everybody out. So, so I think, so can I, um, 
So I'm going to ask a question. Don't. And I, let's see how. So, so if the first thing we have to do is allow for more parties, do you think that folks, no matter whether they're left or right, but they don't identify like I'm, I'm ignoring the, we're going to call the, the party loyal, whether they're Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, or whatever they are. So excluding those folks, if all of us who have different opinions about everything and how it's done in this country, except for the fact that we know we need more parties, if we're going to fix any of the things that are wrong through the electoral system, do you think that there'd be a way for people to come together and like, I don't know, get behind ranked choice voting or something like that? Yes, I think so. Um, because there's, it'd be neat if like everybody had one phone so we voted on a crypto system or something like that because right. it, it, you got your IP address and that's your IP. Right. There's, 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 uh, so there, I mean, we can do all kinds of secure banking and stuff, but we can't do secure voting for some reason. Yeah. Technology. I, yeah. I, I know, I, I know it's very frustrating. So I think when, and, and in order to change any of the things about the way that things get done, you got to get somehow in, in between the policy and where it's actually happening so that you can either change the policy or you can actually do something different on the ground. And it's a challenge, but if we could get ranked choice voting, we could start to get more parties in, but it would be a long slog elect fixing this system electorally. It, we, it didn't take us a minute to get into this mess. It's going to take us more than a minute to get out. Right. So, yeah. That could be a long, involved process, but I think it's something that could be done. I'd like to move on to a, to another topic, if you don't mind, Cole. I really appreciate you adding to the conversation because this is like, I like the idea. You've given us more to think on. I hope you subscribe and come back because we're here on Tuesdays and Saturdays talking about this stuff. All righty. And hopefully getting some, some action plans put together. Because, you know, I'm tired of just talking about it. <laughs> but we got to let them, what they did to Magalago was, it worked out for us. That's right. It pulled more people together. Yep. Yep. And it kind of destroyed the FBI and the DOJ. You got to say that last one again because I lost it. DOJ, the Department of Justice. Uh, the, the Department of Justice, gotcha. Yep. Well, there's bureaucracies on top of bureaucracies, you know. That's It's a... It's a it's a complex system that keeps making it more complex for reasons that lots of theorists have come up with, but, but none of which 
none of which theories really make a difference when we're trying to unravel the mess. Derek? I'm just going to say I'm in love with the idea of calling these separate debates uh, freedom caucuses. Uh, Caucus means debate, right? I mean, organized debate among people with uh, competing ideas. It it implies mutual respect, I think. Um, Kind of an inclusion is is also implied, I think, as well. Um. Derek, what's, what was your first presidential election? Which one? Um, ah, good question. I'm old enough where I'm at. Uh, yeah, cool, cool. I remember I missed out on, I missed out on, uh, on, uh, Gore. So it was one after that. And I went Democrat, uh, every time okay. up in China. Up until the rigging of the primary stuff. Okay, so 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 I think I think I I tend to um, do the same thing auditorily that I do visually with men. The taller you are, the older you are, the deeper your voice, the older you are. I did not I I your I was putting you closer to my age, which would explain why um, you did, weren't already aware. Maybe you are already aware. That the League of Women Voters in the 1970s and 60s and 50s is who who hosted all the presidential debates. Oh yeah, that's why I kept pushing that idea right. um, long before right. I ever showed up to call in. Um, right. We need to have right. the League of Women Voters, but it would no, be I've awesome. No, I've been on that. I've been on that tip since I've been on that tip since like 2000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on the same page with that. But a, a League of Independent Voters, like if they if they. Uh, went back and forth god that would be fucking great and then it would actually like kind of provide this incentive for both organizations to compete for integrity you know yes and so so i did in my in the town where i ran for election we did a couple of different candidate forums and before i ran for office i held i held a candidates forum like i hosted one and moderated it and um i've been really involved in trying to figure out the best ways to get to get um to help people understand who they're voting for and and the um thanks to joshua for the league of independent voters because i was already trying to figure out because we need to have the League of Women Voters back in. What happened is the Democrats and Republicans just pushed them the fuck out of the way. And because corporate media just was greedy for the money, for the TV, they didn't back the League of Women Voters. And I think that, and you know, this was kind of a conversation a couple of weeks ago. I don't want to be trying to step on toes of the League of Women Voters, which is a, a, a venerated, if ancient, NGO that's been around since women had the vote, right? So I don't want to be trying to, 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 you know, write their obituary, but I think that, that an update of that concept is critical at this point. Right. I mean, I, I would want to get them intact as much as possible uh, and representing themselves in as, as moderators in debates. Um, uh, uh-huh. But... But I think I think the, I'm strongly suspicious that I or I strongly suspect that uh, there's not a wind a lot of wind in those sails. Um, 
I joined a bunch of League of Women's Voters Facebook groups scattered throughout the country in various states. And I, I was trying to push the idea of separate, uh, presidential, uh, debates, uh, presidential candidate debates, or sorry, presidential debates for independent and third party candidates. Anyway, pretty simple, straightforward. And I was hoping that I would get uh, more enthusiastic responses from this organization, especially since I was pushing the idea that they would moderate, uh, sponsor and or moderate. I don't know how that works necessarily. Um, but yeah, it just seemed like uh, one or two people were like, oh, OK. Sounds good. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not going to be the ones clearly from from my experience that are going to spearhead the idea. So it, it's kind of like you'd have to try to reinvigorate their own enthusiasm that they've. I think if know. we came, I think if we, and I, and now I'm just making presumptions that, that I would be part of a, a group of people that would undertake such a task, but, but that, that we could go to them with, with this is, this is, the vision for where we want to go is this chapter of the League of Women Voters on board with this. Is there ways that you your experience can help this maybe be better? Because here's the, here's our goal. You guys yeah, need I mean, to do would, this. Let's, it would definitely I mean, better to get some women in there. I mean, obviously, I, right. I was some random dude that they're completely unfamiliar <laughs> with. You know what I mean? But just so. some random woman, too. I mean, I'm just some uh, random chick. I think it would so, help. Just saying. Well, I am an ele- I, I am a former elected official. I have a little bit of I have a little bit of cred, I guess. But but point being, but you you do make a good point. But also the thing is that's the problem with the League of Women Voters. I wonder how many League of Women Voters men there are that aren't just husbands of women voters. I mean. I, I worked with the League of Women Voters in Slow County, and it was it was mostly women at least twenty or thirty years older than me. I mean, they were my, they were older than my mom. <laughs> so these were women that were that were on the uh, not quite boomers. They were most of them were like just at the very early years of the boomers, right? So they're Joe Biden's age or whatever. There, I right. didn't so see like, one of them without some, gray hair. Some kind of effort to help them, right? Sort of, you know, well, well, recruit, I guess. Right. Um, younger women as well, I think, you know, would be wise. Well, and I mean, I don't see them out there doing anything. It's it's kind of hard because there's also a lot of different kinds of things that have overtaken. Them. So. So I'm with you. I think there's also a place for for alliances and coalition building among the legacy NGOs, but also there's got to be some kids out there building things up. I know I've heard one or two pop up here and there, but but there there should be in every city. I'm sure there is, but we don't have eyes on that because the media doesn't care about that. Like in Oakland. I just recently found out that the kids in Oakland got a measure onto the ballot to allow 16 and 17 year olds vote for the school board. And this was in 2020 and it passed. And here comes the 2022 school board elections. And guess what? 
the county can't figure out how to do it so that the 16 and 17 year olds can vote this year. But they knew since 2020 that they, that this was the thing they were going to have to implement. Right. And they're so making they all kinds of excuses. So they're saying, Oh, in 2024, you'll be allowed to vote. Well, those are, kids are no longer 16 and 17. Are they? <laughs> but as part of that campaign. One of the things they did is they put together curriculums and they got the Oakland School Board to adopt this civic education curriculum. So there are good things happening in lots of places. We just need to be highlighting them and sharing them more when they're working. And that, that goes back to the idea, oh, there's so many ideas. Is anybody taking notes about having an ALEC for the left that's got model legislation. We were talking about the state of Ohio's energy policies and, and how they work. This Oakland thing, it could be a template for other areas to let 16 and 17 year olds vote for school board. Well, like this, uh, going, going a little bit back to what you were talking about a little, what we were talking about with the League of Women Voters, um, like use what currently does exist out there as much as possible is wise right um like with the the era stuff that i that i've been talking about um you know this uh marco cat here on colin pointed out as i was trying to just sell the idea or just describe that this is a possibility um he, he was like yeah okay we'll just uh you know call up a bunch of era people you know have you have you talked to them in your own town I'm like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, I was like, I was like trying right. to explain that nobody even understands that this angle exists in the first place. So like step right. one, get people to recognize that there might be something here that's huge um, for the time being. But yeah, he's right. Like the, the, any kind of ERA organizations in the country everywhere would obviously be an asset in that a- effort too. And then efforts down the road. So. So I think the first step is to try and get in touch with Kate Kelly. And I think that the, the op-ed piece might have, no, I don't think it had an email for her. But that would, that would be my first thought is to, is to try and get in touch with, with her or somebody if she's got an office. I don't know what her situation is to try and, to try and, because somebody that's been involved with it would be able to rattle off the top of their head like I was rattling off about desalination earlier, right? Yeah, she's probably sitting in an office right now just, like, huffing and puffing, staring at the ceiling, like, <laughs> looking at her phone, wondering, wondering why she didn't get more fucking calls. She only got, like, one podcast, right? So she's probably just like, oh, whatever. What am I supposed to do with these people? <laughs> She'd probably love to show up anywhere to talk about this. I, I would think, and and I was trying to get it. I mean, I'm I've got. I, I didn't call in on Bree's show this time because I've been calling in pretty much every time, and I wanted to like let other people have their talks. And and but. But also, I want to get Savvy Sabs on it and Katie Halper. And I think there's, there's, it's surprising to me that this hasn't been, didn't get picked up faster. But, but it, it, it seems well, to yeah, me that especially I tend since it was, to, the, it was the LA Times. 
I mean, right. everybody in California should be talking about this. What the fuck is going on? Well, maybe it's they're not talking like it about it, like but somewhere Oklahoma else. Gazette or something. Yeah, maybe. Right. I don't know. Maybe I get frustrated, but yeah. But also think about the abomination of things that's actually happening right now in the world. I mean, really, you can only pay attention to so much. And I mean, I know, I know by the time her op-ed came out, I was so overloaded on abortion stuff, I might have skimmed past it too. But because I listened to On the Media, which is a WNYC program, and they covered it, that's how I found out about it. So that's why it's important uh, to have a network of a network of different sources that people can rely on and go to. But that also that then we can magnify because it's like there's a tipping point right there. It it isn't like one snowflake causes an avalanche, but there is one that causes an avalanche. Right. 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 You know, I mean, not not to be like negative or anything but uh do I mean, it I shared well I, sh- I shared this uh the kate kelly podcast which is well done easy to follow and and relatively short packed with information it's, she presents in a really you know easy to follow way whatever i shared that to like i don't know 60 facebook groups all kinds of self-described you know people that are leftists and progressives and champions of blah 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 alliance of this you know heroes of that whatever just like no responses no shares no nothing i mean it's actually creepy i know there's a lot of uh you know censorship out there but damn this is this is beyond censorship this is like oh well this isn't what we're talking about this isn't what we have been talking about for the last 10 minutes there's like an attention deficit disorder on mass going on so, but you may be experiencing the same thing you were you were saying about, saying earlier about that about that maybe that maybe it's the fact that the message is coming from a man. I mean, have you made a female avatar for Facebook to do that that kind of thing? No, I mean that's an angle, but I don't think that's it. I, you know, I think uh, the hmm. way it pops up is just kind of uh, it, it doesn't get to the root of what that argument is about. It doesn't even mention Roe v. Wade. So, I mean, I guess I need to caption that. The yeah, it's, it, 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 yeah, it doesn't, it kind of, um, the, the title doesn't, it does kind of, um, what do they call that? It obscures the, obscures the main point of the whole thing with the right, way that it has right. it titled. Yeah. So the, or the I thing should. that seems interesting about it, at least, anyway. I, I think I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do another, launch another batch out there randomly into the world. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go heavy on the, the emphasizing the point. I'm going to try to guilt people into, <laughs> here's, into watching here's the it. Other, here's the other thing. It takes, it, it takes at least six times of seeing or hearing something to have it to have it hit where you're hearing it as it it feels like you've seen it before and it's becoming familiar. So, so the more often you do that, the more times because they don't register where they saw it when they see it scrolling through Facebook, right. Or wherever Instagram or wherever. I don't, I don't always catalog where I've seen something that I saw last week on Reddit. Right. I just know I saw it somewhere on Reddit. 
people don't like but reading if, either. And if you, if that pops up, you don't know whether it's a podcast right. or a video or, you know, so they just assume it's something to read and they're like, oh, I don't like reading unless it's like a Cliff Notes kind of. Or they're not in a situation where they can listen to something. I don't know. I mean, Maybe I'm frequently I'm not on Facebook and listening to stuff. I got to be honest. I'm starting to think everybody's a fucking asshole. But anyway. Well, every, every, everybody, you know, the world is a reflection of you, baby. <laughs> yeah, it, that wouldn't worry me. If everybody was as much of an asshole as me, it would be like, okay, I get it. But it seems like they're worse. At that, if if they're worse than me, yeah. we're in trouble. I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of people that are having a lot of trouble. So there's there were some interesting things that happened in, in, in the primaries, and there's a couple of um, I just want to I just want to quickly because you know electoral politics we I think we all agree are not going to save us, but it's what we have in the meantime. And while we're figuring out how to get to our utopia, we've got to deal with what's actually happening on the ground here. So last week we had primaries in uh, four or five states. As soon as I get this filter on, I will be able to tell you exactly. Oh, I see. Please excuse me. So one of them is Connecticut, and there are, for November's ballot, there's going to be um, there's going to be four candidates, two independents, and a Democrat and a Republican in Connecticut for senator, and. I moved to a place so that I have better signal for my phone, but I don't have my mouse. Um, Wisconsin uh, is going to have a Democratic candidate, a Republican candidate, and an American Independent Party candidate, Scott Albert, which is kind of interesting. And then the other very interesting thing is Vermont. So Vermont... Um, Vermont for Senator has, I think, nine people running. And, and these people are all going to be on the ballot. And it's, um, they have a progressive. Why is that doing? A progressive, a Republican, an American Independent Party, five independents, and a member of the Communist Party. Um, somebody named Christopher Helali. So the progressive Vermont Progressive Party candidate is Martha Abbott. And the Communist Party has somebody on the ballot for senator for Vermont. Interesting. And of course, there's the standard uh, Republican and Democrat for what that's worth. I just thought that was interesting. So we're, we've got, there is a member of the uh, Communist Party of the United States on the ballot in Vermont for senator. As far as the House races, there were a, there was a lot, but I think the most interesting things that 
is still you're welcome to look at, at all of these details because nobody likes things read over the audio to them. But but the link is in the show in in the show description, and you can go and see. I've done all of the updates for the primaries that have happened, so that the who's going to be on the ballot in November is been updated. Yeah, that was kind of weird out. Them a while to count Kate's vote for that race. Took about two days to count how many ballots. What state do you live in? I was saying the Arizona race was the most interesting race. I did say I am in Georgia, um, but I I see other races and say, boy, they're doing good. So I think, um, Thomas, are you, do you want to give us an update? Um, are you uh, uh, able to give us an update or give a rundown on what's going on with ERA or have any input on that project? I mean, uh, you know, the thing with that was, and I, I said this on another show, I don't think it's necessarily a slam dunk as a, uh, you know, some people would hope it would be. Um, the, uh, you know, first off, the ERA doesn't establish rights. Um, it governs the equal application of rights. Um, so, you know, part of what happened with the uh, uh, recent Roe decision was effectively that the, you know, it it pretty much said, you know, the court erred way back when in establishing that there is a federal constitutional right to, to, uh, to an abortion. Um, so that, you know, the, the issue there obviously would be whether or not the ERA actually would even apply um, necessarily um, because it's not like, you know, the government, you know, they, they either the government passed the law that abridged an existing right or whatever, the court, the Supreme Court decided that the right never existed in the first place, basically, at the federal level. Um, now, uh, where we've seen the uh, state versions of ERAs be used in, uh, in the abortion question in the past at the local level, before Roe v. Wade was overturned, um, was... Uh, primarily in equal application of necessary medical procedures. For example, in the, in the Pennsylvania state case where, um, you know, basically the state was refusing to, uh, you know, provide, uh, pay, uh, providers for conducting, uh, medically necessary abortions. Um, and so the Pennsylvania's, I think, ERA, uh, uh, was it the Pennsylvania case? Uh, it's one of them. 
one of the state cases, I think that was Pennsylvania, um, uh, basically said, you know, you, you have to, if you're, if you're covering all, uh, all medically necessary procedures for men under, under the word of law, then you should be covering all medically necessary procedures for women, um, under, under, under how the, uh, state reimbursement process worked for, for, for Medicare and, uh, Medicaid. I think it was a Medicaid issue. And so it was, uh, um, you know, that, that was how that was applied. I think there's definitely, uh, definitely it's not, it most likely what's going to have to happen is, is even if, uh, even if the ERA does get instituted, most likely the the situation is going to end up in front of the Supreme Court again. It's not just going to automatically make abortion legal at the, uh, you know, federally, uh, again, it most likely the whole situation is going to end up in front of the Supreme court. Yeah. Thomas, I don't think anyone was assuming that. Did you get that feeling or no, 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 but, but but no, I'm not necessarily, but I'm just saying though, I, and, and, and I'm just saying like, you know, well, no, because some people, there were, uh, some articles that I had seen recently roll around and, I, I think, you know, again, uh, even you looking back at some of the articles from 2020, where they were advocating passing the ERA to basically squash state attempts to, uh, eliminate abortion. Um, you know, even then it was kind of this, you know, runny assumption that if we just flip the switch, at least in those articles I was reading, you know, that uh, magically everything would be solved at the state level. And I, I think that was a very simplistic, you know, way of framing it, mostly to, you know, basically try to, you know, mo- mobilize and advocate for advocate voters to get out and basically, you know, stand right. for this idea, basically. It create enthusiasm, that, optimism. Yeah, yeah, I created, th- you know, they were articles that were geared towards creating enthusiasm rather than accurately portraying what the what the uh you know but what, they what could the, make the, it they could make it kind of simple by saying that by passing the era right now there's no foothold for anybody to fight this current ruling and the current status quo whereas if we got the era passed that is a foothold that would allow for us to go to the supreme court again yeah. Well, is that is that an accurate representation, or am I misunderstanding? Possibly, possibly yes. The the, the, the yes. primary. I know. It, primary I know. It, wait, wait, wait. I know it misses some of the some of the intricacies of it. But I, if yeah. it's if it's not right, I want to make sure that that I'm saying something that's not becoming confusing and misinformation. Right. So now some let folks me listen. argue that some folks argue that yes, it would reopen the question, but. I, I'm, I'm in the camp that it may, it, it may not actually, the, the lower courts may not, may not even give it that. Um, but that's just, we, we, we will have to wait and see. I think the lawyers, there aren't enough lawyers laying, laying, um, laying in on this issue yet, weighing in on this issue. So I think, you know, that's part of the thing. As Derek said, it's kind of running, I think, under the radar a bit. Right now, how do we get more lawyers to start weighing in? Do you have any ideas about that? 
Well, one thing I want to mention before before taking that question too was um, one of the lines of argumentation that they're going to have to argue is that basically, you know, because how how they were going to originally use the ERA before Roe was overturned was the argument that any law basically that abridged the existing rights of women to a basically abridged a woman's right. Um, such as in this case, uh, you know, any sort of law limiting effectively abortion, um, would be unconstitutional under the ERA. Um, again, though, that, again, that's rooted in the idea that that right exists already and it's being abridged in some form. Um, but, but that was the line of argumentation previously when Roe wasn't overturned and, you know, they were arguing effectively that, you know, because it's a law, it, it would be a law that, uh, you know, applies to a, um, a, a right that is, you know, inherently, you know, uh, female that it would, um, effectively run foul of the ERA. If they tried to argue that in this case, um, you know, let's assume that they somehow can go over the hump of, you know, that, you know, there is a federal right, um, then, and they, they get the ERA to apply. Um, one of the consider- concerns I had is if any law that effectively abridges the right to an abortion, because it, it just by the simple fact it applies to women, um, and it as a, as a result runs afoul to, of the ERA, then that fundamentally, um, you know, opens the door to basically late term abortion. And you know, as polling has shown, late term abortion is like I think overwhelmingly it's like something like it has a ninety percent disapproval rate uh, in the United States. And so I would be afraid. I think the conservative Supreme Court would, would, um, I, I think they would squash the ERA, uh, vector, uh, you know, basically, uh, squash the ERA argument in regards to abortion purely on that fact alone, that it would open the door to late term abortion. But that's just, that's just my take on it. Um, Amanda, could you repeat, repeat what you had said you asked about, um, well, I mean, there's there's overlapping going on there, though, right? You got a high percentage that you're pointing out of people uh, that are against late term abortions. I'd say I'm one of them. If if things yeah. were ideal, yeah. then you know we'd we'd draw a place in the fucking sand and we'd do some compromising and we'd do something that's lasting and meaningful and smart, and both sides would not be happy, but they wouldn't be angry to the point of having it drive every every single decision that they make in their life politically anyway um well, but, well, well and, and and there isn't there isn't you know we haven't necessarily established yet um you know at the and and again there's also the difference between enumerated rights and rights that right. that, that, right, that have right. been created through common law um my my question was how do we get more lawyers to weigh in Okay, How do we but, get but more quick. lawyers to weigh in? I mean, well, okay, like anything, but, it's it's reaching out and asking them 
to write articles, I think, in independent. Make fun of them for not knowing shit about it. But who are the lawyers hate so that? Who are, the, who are they though? Who are the they? Oh. Who are the who are the chatty Cathy's in that world well, that we I, I need mean, to I mean, get there let are, know? I, I mean, there's probably lawyers surrounding, uh, you know, tied in with various uh, women's rights and abortion organizations. I think reaching okay. out to them. And, Guys, and sending them, you know, asking them about how the ERA would have worked with it, you know, I think would be a valuable thing. But okay, quick though, before we move on entirely, um, the overlapping I was referring to that high percentage. There's also a high percentage of people that are also like me, who think that women should women should have equal rights and be able to do what they want with their body in a more comprehensive way, right? In a more in a more solid way. They're in favor of Roe Ro- Ro v. Wade was also popular. So just saying, anyway, lawyers, I don't know. I tried to bring up, uh, well, I wanted, I didn't try. I wanted well, well, to bring well, well, all of this up with Brianna on her show. But uh, the last show that I caught with her, they were talking about Jordan Peele movies. And I haven't even seen a Jordan Peele movie. I, I felt <laughs> like I'd be a party pooper if I dropped in and was like, hey, fuck this topic. By the way, here's a fucking bomb for you people to fucking wrap well, your heads around. Well, 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 and and I'll I'll point to the YouGov polling on it um, because that's that's the the air quotes a popular um, is nuanced as well because for example um, you know when, when often they'll quote uh, the the figure that only only uh, I think like what sixteen percent of individuals are you know, uh, that were polled, you know, actually believe in abortion full stop. I mean, I, I mean, uh, re- eliminating abortion full stop at the federal and state level. Um, but what wasn't mentioned in that poll, for example, and, and this is where something like, you know, Zaina, I think, will misquote, and I need to have a conversation with her about it, but like upwards of like 40% of pollers, for example, in that same poll, voted for we believe it's a state's rights issue and it's not a federal issue and and i they did not yougov for example did not go further and ask the pretty solid and pointed question if it was a state if 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 the matter is a state's right rights issue do you believe right. in state banning of abortion versus uh versus permission of of, of abortion when you and my suspicion is, is that they follow asked that follow up question what your what their take was of it being applied at the state level. I I, I have the suspicion based on other numbers that YouGov asked and other ways they've asked various other questions on that subject that most likely the majority of people would say it's a it's a state's rights issue and then follow up with it should be banned at the state level. And so really what you're looking at is a is a, is a, a little bit more of a split closer to 60-40, where you have 40 against and 64, which is still, you know, Thomas, pretty... we can't hear you that well. Uh, somebody's giving feedback. I think it's Amanda. Yeah, that's, that's better. But that brings um, up another whole, like, but, line but, 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 of uh, but, but, strategy to pursue down the road, too, is wait, figure wait, out wait. if there, there is... If this... oh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 and then on top of that, those those pollings, yes, they're national pollings of like maybe a thousand people or two thousand people. Um, 
And it doesn't take into consideration, I think, they never did a state distribution of those numbers either. And so this, again, this, you know, when everybody says, oh, it's overwhelmingly popular. Yeah, it's overwhelmingly popular in certain strongholds in the country. And it gets more dicey. It gets more unclear. And the position gets a little bit more split. It becomes much more contentious in various other parts of the country. And so it's not, you know, that's why I always caution people with quoting statistics, especially when you aggregate things at a national level, because it, you know, what could be a slam dunk in New York could very well be a split 50-50 vote in Idaho. So, and when a lot of people are advocating that it's a state's rights issue, and which is basically what this recent overturn of Roe is, you know, that's why I'm saying this is, we're in a whole different ballgame now. You know, that's all I'm saying is be cautious, be cautious with the statistics. I appreciate that. And also that polls are, one, not necessarily, as we now know, that accurate. And also it doesn't account for, you know, five years hence, there's going to be a whole new set of people that are now over Correct. 18. And, and you know, there's a whole other set of people that are now kick the bucket. No offense to the old folk. But of which I can count myself one fairly soon. But there's, there's I, I just want to, since we're here about an hour, I want to go back through all of the various wild and crazy ideas because <clears throat> I want to make sure I've got them all down. And if I've missed one, I have them on the list and we can, that way I can kind of start to do some forming of, of conversations to allow for, for us getting to a point where we can kind of um, take some action to implement some of these ideas, right? Cause they're great ideas and, and, we, if we just keep talking without organizing a little bit of how we're thinking about it. So here the, here's what I've got. Um, we were just talking about the ERA. Um, we've got the League of Independent Voters, um, and that would possibly be for a number of purposes to serve voters who are not members of the Democrats or Republicans, possibly to help support, give some campaign infrastructure support to candidates who are not running with any particular party and potentially also um, having nonpartisan caucuses or debates at the presidential level, but also all the way down the line so that folks know who it is that they're going to be voting for besides just what their shiny campaigns say. I also have got two other things. So League of Independent Voters, the ERA project. We've got Hannah's project that's the mutual aid for folks who want to try and unionize their workplace. And I haven't gotten an update recently, but I know she's still working on it. Um, and then um, a network of a network of people to help bring forward stories of, of things that are working, of campaigns that need people's attention, whatever it is, but kind of building a network of people in different states to start to build the 
infrastructure so that like when something happens in California that needs attention, we got somebody we can call who, who will then distribute. So it gets distributed across the bigger, more attention grabbing networks because they trust their correspondents. You know, that's just how they used to do journalism is they would have correspondents for like everything. An industrial correspondent. That's the guy that just covered the unions. That's it. That was his whole job. Only covering the unions. And then you'd have a guy, now we just got a tech guy, sports guy, popular culture guy. You know, where's, where's all the correspondence on the important stuff? Like what the kids are doing, trying to get the right to vote on school boards. So that gives me, I've got, I've got five, four things down here. League of Independent Voters, the network, mutual aid for pre-union, ERA. The League of Independent Voters has kind of got a couple of projects under it related to the debates and maybe supporting either independent voters, candidates, or both. Did I miss anything? Um, the whole platform idea with uh, oh freedom, sort of I a rallying Cole's statement. Freedom. Wait, sorry, what's that? Freedom. Cole's idea, the freedom. But you were saying the platform idea. Yeah, I'd say freedom caucus. Yeah, um, but yeah. the platform idea. I, yeah, I wanted to, by the way, run that past you. What did I agree to? Did I did I agree to come up with a platform or just? No, the... I don't think so. Okay, because yeah, the platform has got to be like, you know, multiple people. That's a committee involved. thing. Yeah, yeah. But as far as the statement goes, I could definitely offer something uh, rudimentary at least. Um, I was going to ask you if you thought like a statement sort of explaining why we need this rallying sort of mantra. Uh-huh. Yeah. If that's a good idea. Yeah. What? We should know why we're doing what we're doing? Well, I mean, yeah, something that just, you know, (laughs) lays waste to the current political climate in both parties. No, I completely agree. And and I think that part of it is 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 breaking the breaking the monopoly of the of the two corporate parties, because I think the first thing we need to do is we need if if we're going to aim at the system, that ranked choice voting has to be part part of it, that we can't just. Yeah, ranked Sorry, voting, uh, term limits, you know, they're, like some things are just a no-brainer. But even how to phrase the stuff is where things can right. get interesting. Um, so d- did I ever run... Oh, Alec the, uh, for the left. That's the other thing, the Alec for the left mm, with model legislation. Yeah, I, still, I don't know anything about that. Okay, so for, the, so for the next show, I'm going to have a better... Less scatter. If you if you came to the if you came to crowdsourcing the revolution for the scatteredness of my brain, scatteredness of my brain, that will be going away soon. That will be going away. Derek, it's up to you. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to ask if if I ever ran the uh, national interest uh, advisory staff idea past you. Don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. Oh, I'd love to talk about that with you. I don't want to inject all of that yeah. into this discussion. How about how about we how about we put it on the agenda either for the next show or next Saturday show? 
Can we do that? Because I'd yeah, like sure. to hear it because I think it's probably good. Uh, yeah, it's good. I think I'm going to use a lot of the language from the advisory staff idea that I've worked on, um, you know, for the platform and or like mission statement. Cool. Sort of so, all right, cool. So I welcome everybody to please subscribe. We'll be back on Tuesday afternoon uh, with another crowdsourcing the revolution. Um, I'm also running a show right now, a nine-part series of Best of the West, episode 1500, which is America, a Beginner's Guide. Uh, I've already recorded the first two chapters, and there are a total of nine chapters. That's running on 10.15 on weekdays. So all next week at 10.15 a.m. Pacific time. Uh we're doing chapters from Best of the Left, episode 1500. So, Amanda, are you shutting down yeah. right now? Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, you I should keep it going just for a little longer. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you have Do you have one minute? I I have I have two. You have two. Nice. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, as far as the uh, the. Uh, League of Women, Women's Voters and uh, the League of Independent Voters go. Um, assuming we have to create the League of Independent Voters, uh, the League of Women's Voters already provides a perfect template, right, for right. organizing that. And I, I would say the League of Independent Voters should uh, exactly mirror uh, in as many ways possible uh, the League of Women Voters, as far as organization, structure, uh, statements about commitment to being non-biased, whatever the fuck they say, yeah. I have no idea. Um, you know, in order to kind of create this environment where they're on the same exact side, you know? Yeah. Yep. Definitely want to make sure we get as many folks as we can. That's a great idea. So anybody who's here, you are hereby deputized. This is a crowdsourcing show. Feel free to go and reach out to your local League of Women voters. Talk to somebody there. See if there are any men who are members. See if there is an active chapter and ask about it when the meetings are. Bring us the information. See if you can get a hold of anybody. I mean, and hold me accountable to it. If I come back on Tuesday and I don't have an answer for you, whether I tried to reach out to my local league, I better be in trouble. Thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. We're going to ride out on ride the out. remainder of Leonard Cohen Democracy. Cool. Peace.
fantasy. Yeah.